Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thanks a million for listening to our podcast. Before you actually jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about a new resource that I've created called Connect. Our market has changed dramatically. Our world has changed dramatically. The last couple of weeks and especially the last couple of months continue to serve up to us change. I created Connect as a resource to help guide people through the challenging environments in which we find ourselves and to make sure that you and your business come out stronger on the other end than you were before this whole thing started. Click the link in the podcast show notes to sign up and learn more about Connect. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Because they're not doing any deals, and Tom again handled that in great detail when he was here. Here's projected home values over the next two years. Now, when we talk about projected home values, let me just explain this to you. I don't like taking people's opinions. I don't like that at all. It bothers me because there's opinions all over the place. But there is a report that very few people know about <laughs> that's called the Home Price Expectation Survey. It's done by a company called Pulsomics. And they don't take one opinion or this opinion or that opinion. They surveyed 107 of the leading analysts, market people, people from the Joint Center of Housing Studies at Harvard University, and they take those 107 of opinions and they mash them into one number. They ask them where a price is going to go over the next five years. Then they take that and mash it into one number for us to see. So what's the theory on that? Well, it's like a mathematical theory. If I put a jar of jelly beans on this table and I asked all 1,400 of you to guess how many beans were in the jar, some of you would guess way too high, some of you would guess way too low. But if I averaged all 1,400 answers together, guess what I would come up with? Almost the exact number of beans in the jar. They use that same principle. Let's go ahead and take 107 of the smartest people in the industry, tell, ask them what they're going to do, the bears and the bulls, pull all those numbers together, and come up with one number for each year. They think we're going to end this year at about 4.6% appreciation. A little lower than we are now. And every pricing survey, pricing study says the same thing. And they think next year we're going to be up at about 4%. So why is that information important to a realtor? Well, they're really dealing with three people. They're dealing with the first-time buyer. They're dealing with the move-up or move-down buyer, second-time buyer or third-time buyer. And they're dealing with, which is a big, hot market right now, vacation and retirement homes. People are cashing out some of the money they had in the stock market and deciding they're going to buy their retirement home now and maybe make it a vacation home until then. But what are all three of those segments a little bit nervous about? Is now the time. Half of them are worried about we're approaching a bubble and the whole thing's going to blow up. And the other half are saying, well, I don't really know if prices are going up or not. And the agent has to convince them that now's the time to go. So if they have to convince them that now's the time to buy, which is advantageous to whom? The buyer, the realtor, and 
everyone in this room, then we have to help them with that process. The first piece of whether or not somebody should buy is where are prices going? Well, where are prices going? Should people wait based on price? No, they're going up. Just for a little historical significance, if people don't know this, the average price increase prior to the bubble from 1988 to 1999, the average annual appreciation is 3.6%. So we're still going to go up more than the average, just barely more than the average, and we're going to level out at the average according to the experts. Every realtor should know that. Prices are still projected to go up, not skyrocketing, there's no bubble coming, but they're getting back to more normal prices. What's the second piece of how much a house costs someone? It's the price and the, the interest rate. Now, does that happen to play into your strength? Maybe, right? Like, aren't that, isn't that the thing you're supposed to know about? So let's take a look at that for a second. Now, the first thing I want to do is, whenever we talk about interest rate to anyone, I teach realtors, and you should teach your realtors the same thing, that let's take a little look at her pers uh, historic perspective. Because you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of that guy that got a 4.2% mortgage complaining that his brother-in-law last spring, the spring before last, got a 3.2% interest rate. And he can't believe that he got a whole one percentage point higher. I want to smack that guy. You know, it's like, give me a break. I still remember the greatest man in my life was my pop. And the tribute to your father was beautiful. The greatest man in my life was my pop, and he died a little while ago. And I was at his deathbed, taking care of him. And the last words my father said to me, this is a true story. He said, I'm proud of you as a son. I'm proud of you as a husband. I'm proud of you as a father. Businessmen, I'm not sure. And I want, <laughs> he said because, and this was 20 years ago, 19 years ago, I have a 5% mortgage on this house and you're never gonna get a 5% mortgage. And he killed over it and died on that statement. <laughs> Those were the last words my father said to me. So I was traumatized for like three minutes, four minutes. And I'll never forget when I refinanced my house at 4.75, I looked up to heaven, because I know that's where he is, and said, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but people forget interest rates. So I saw this on the Freddie Mac site that I just loved. Now, we make it prettier, you know, like too many people who do data, you can't even understand what the, the stupid data even says. So my staff, a great staff back in New York, they're great at doing the research, they're great at preparing it, they're great at making visuals, they're just super. They make it nice and simple for people to understand. All the data here came right off of Freddie Mac's site. But if you looked on Freddie Mac's site, you'd be confused by it. And we let people know that how lucky are you? You're getting a better deal than your older brother. You're getting a better deal than your father. You're getting a better deal than your grandfather. What are you complaining about? 
We always like to start there. And then we want to let them know, but your luck's about to run out, maybe. And I know that people, let me, well, I don't know if I can go back here. Yes, I can. I know we're not supposed to project interest rates. I get that. That's kind of a scary place. Jim McMahon, probably the greatest mind on interest rates in the country, is sitting there. He, every time I want to think about interest rates, I say, Jim, what do you think? The smartest guy in the world. He goes, well, Steve, you know, you know, and then by the time I'm finished with him, I don't even remember my name. Because he's so thorough in how he understands interest rates. All right? So I know it's kind of getting out on thin ice. So I don't like to project interest rates. But I have no problem relaying what other people are projecting. Especially if the other people are supposed to know what they're talking about. So once a quarter, I give this to all my agents, because it comes out once a month. I don't know if you know that. But each one of these organizations make a, a, a year-long projection. This is what they're projecting interest rates will be this time next year. Some are saying it's going to be a half a point higher than they are now. Some are saying it's going to be a full point higher. Well, if prices are going up and interest rates are going up, when should you buy? Last night. <laughs> but the agents don't get that 100%. We have to help them with that. It's crucially important that we help them with that. And ladies and gentlemen, how many times do we hear here over the last couple of days that the way to develop, to, to build a differentiation is by delivering value. Here's the real value that we can deliver, ladies and gentlemen, in a big way. So that's what we know as interest rates are going. And then I like to say, all right, let's take the middle of the road guy. Who's the middle of the road guy? Freddie Mac, 4.8%. And I say, all right, here's Freddie Mac rates from January 2013 all the way to today. So what do we see? We saw last spring. Bernanke was still around. He said, you know, later in the year, I think we're going to start tapering. What did interest rates do the next night? Shoom! And we thought they were going to keep on going maybe, right? And Jim said, no, they're not. They're actually going to level off to this thing between here and here. So I said, well, I ain't going to say they're going to keep on going up because Jim told me they're going to level off. To, and Jim was 100% right. That's exactly what they did. But I don't even want to quote Jim. I still like quoting Freddie Mac. Because you know why? More realtors know Freddie Mac than they know Jim. <laughs> He's working on that. He's working hard on that. But I like quoting Freddie Mac. So I say, all right, fine. That's where they've been. Where are they projecting to go over the next several quarters? Up until next year. Well, let's show a couple of buyers that. Especially the buyers that are upset that they're paying 4.2%. Because that luck, again, ladies and gentlemen, is about to run out. Now, here's the other thing that I want you to understand that's important when you're dealing with your realtors. Data is like dots. And believe me, there's a lot of dots in the universe right now, especially when it comes to housing, especially when it comes to your home values, especially when it comes to mortgages. As a matter of fact, studies have shown 76% of the people under the age of 30 are inundated with mortgage information so much, they don't even know what decision to make. So what we need to do is not give them more dots. And that's what I've been doing up until this point with you. What do we have to do with those dots to help them? 
connect the dots. Not tell them what's happening, tell them this is what's about to happen, let me tell you how it's gonna impact you. That's the key. So let's take a look at that for a second. We call this the cost of waiting slide. Now, this is what I'm gonna say, somebody's gonna say $500,000, I sell $100,000 condos. Tough luck, I had to pick a number. There are people in here, doesn't he realize this is California? You have to need a zero to every number. Tough luck, I had to pick a number. I'm trying to get a theory across. Actually, when we do give the information to agents, we start at 100 and then we go to 200 and 300 so that they do have it at anything that they need it at. But I don't have the time to go over that. It would take me two days. So let's just take an example. If interest rates right now are 4.1% of principal and interest, if you go to a mortgage calculator, simple mortgage calculator, principal and interest, that's what the number is. According to Freddie Mac, interest rates are going to be 4.8%. And according to the leading experts in the country, prices are going to go up 4%. Well, let's see. Well, let's add 4% to the 500, and let's change the interest rate. What is that a month? That's the cost of waiting. And Ivy Zellman just did a report. 15% of this country thinks, she, I'm sorry, I lied there. 39% of this country believes that you need 15, a minimum of 15% down or else you can't buy a house. Freddie Mac got so upset with that report, they did their own study. Christina Boyle came out and said, that can't possibly be. People can get loans for 3%, 5%, 3%, 3% and some help, 0% in some cases. How could that be that the people think that? So they did their own survey. Their survey came back, 50% of the people think you need 20%. That's more than an opportunity here, ladies and gentlemen. To the people of mission, that's a responsibility on each one of us. See, because in this room, I'm going to tell you right now, we know how good we are. But let me explain how important you are. If you don't go out from this conference and get this word out, then who? We've been with the government getting so involved in so many different things. We sometimes have been sitting around, looking over our shoulder, waiting for the cavalry to appear. Here's some interesting news. You are the cavalry. You're the best of the best. You're the ones everyone else is looking to for guidance. This isn't about waiting. It's about committing. All right? We have a responsibility to do that. So we have to connect the dots. Now, we, we love having this. We go 312 times 12. Oh, my God, that's like $4,000 a year. If they stayed in the house 30 years, you know how much money? And we didn't even put in the APR. You could do all that fancy stuff. Us realtors can't figure all that stuff out. And you could tell them, this is why waiting a year to save up a bigger down payment you don't even need. This is what's going to cost you a net worth at the end of your life. That's cool. And I didn't even get into Todd saying, let's make sure you have the right mortgage. Let's look at a different, several different mortgage options. I'm just taking the simple stuff. Because, ladies and gentlemen, let me help you. 
When you're dealing with realtors, and I've been one for 35 years, all my best friends are realtors. We're simple people. When you get into all sorts of crazy calculations and all, they just glaze over. <laughs> glaze over. That's why I like when Jim comes out, Jim keeps it simple. Sometimes we bring a mortgage person in and a group of agents and they start going in about, well, let me tell you now about P. By the time they're finished, the people that are realtors don't want to sell houses anymore. <laughs> Jim comes in, he goes, let me explain to you interest rates. Julius Caesar didn't get this interest rate. <laughs> he said that in front of a group of realtors. They go, he's probably right. <laughs> and he had them convinced that he had all the data all the way back to Julius Caesar. <laughs> we have to connect the dots from because, ladies and gentlemen, really this is about net worth. I don't know if you saw the report that came out two days ago. As a matter of fact, it's not, I don't even think it's really out yet. Somehow my team back in New York got it. I think they're hacking into different places right now. Because <laughs> they're getting it and delivering it to me before I even see, and I get special like, emails because who I am. The Federal Reserve's report just came out. The difference between the net worth of a homeowner versus a renter. It comes out every three years. I don't know exactly the numbers. We're right now putting together, for our agents and our bridge builders, a whole series of slides and information on it so we can deliver it to you next Monday. But basically, it's like $197,000 is the, the net worth of a, a homeowner family of a home that owns a home. You know what the net worth of a renter is? $5,280. Over 30 times greater. As a matter of fact, the increase in net worth of a homeowner went up $8,000 for the last report. Their increase in net worth was greater than the net worth of the renter. Do we get that message out or should we? Do we have a responsibility to do that? Of course we do. Especially with these young millennials that are trying to save another couple of dollars for a better down payment. Let's make sure that they understand what's happening here. And we like to switch it around too. Some people say, well, I'm just locked into a rate, I don't really care, uh, into a mortgage payment, I don't really care what the rates are. That's cool, I'm gonna only pay $1,000 and I know we started at 200,000 as the house, the mortgage amount. And I know people in here are going, 200, I sell $50,000, you know, trailer homes. Uh, tough luck. <laughs> Please don't come to me about, well, why'd you take $200? Because I picked a number. That's why I picked it. But now if we look at $1,000, if they want to stay at that $1,000, cool. But as rates go up, what happens to the price of the house they can now afford? It goes down. So instead of buying a $200,000 house today, they have to buy not even a $180,000 house today. Of course, in a year, prices went up 4%. They have to look like at the $172,000 house today for the same payment. Losing a lot of value in the house, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of value. But this is what you have to help your realtors with. And I said it before, I'll say it again. Dave Ramsey has a great quote. Whenever you're dealing with any investment, stocks, bonds, insurance, and real estate, he mentions real estate specifically, he says, look for someone with the heart of a teacher, not the heart of a salesman.
I'm not trying to hide from being a salesman. I know I'm a salesman. I took the right test, I got the right license, I get all of that. But you have to have the heart of a teacher. You have to care about them enough not to sell them, but educate them. Not to force them into making a decision. Help them make the best decision for themselves and their families. And you have to help your realtors help them do that. That's crucial. Really crucial. Because ladies and gentlemen, again, it's not just about the money.